This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Now, Positively Ernie with Ernie Anastas, a New York TV legend and radio host with great positive stories and interviews. Thanks, Ernie. You're the best. And now, here's Ernie. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. I am following stories in the news with a positive spin. What people are talking about. And I've got something very special for you today. I want you to meet a very dear friend. I mean, everybody knows his name, and, and they certainly know his face because he's, he's a really genuine individual. This is Joseph Aboud, my buddy. Good to see you, Joseph. Ernie, Such a good so pet. Oh, my God. Here. You are thank amazing. You. I no, mean, I, but I must say, I've been a fan for more years than we want to admit. <laughs> You've been such an incredible talent, so thank you for having me. Well, today. thank you, but we go back a long way, yeah, Joseph. Yeah. You know, we go back to, to the Boston days. Amazing. You know, I mean, uh, I interviewed you, man, it was like 1968, somewhere around there. Yeah. No, no, I'm sorry, no, take it back. It was 77. 70, 77, I 77, think it was. exactly. Yeah. And, yeah. and you were at Louis in Boston. Yeah. Young guy, yeah. and I'll never forget talking to you, and I'm saying later on, look my friend Joseph, what he's yeah. done with his life. I'm so proud of you. Well, I have to tell you about that. And, I, you know, I'm doing your show. Yeah. But I have to tell you, I have never forgotten my very first TV interview, mm. and I was nervous as hell, <laughs> was with Ernie Anastas. Oh, man. And I remember my boss saying, they're coming from, I believe, Providence. I was in, yeah, and, Providence. And we're going to do it on the second floor, and we want you to talk about style. Yeah. And I was in my 20s. And I was so in awe of you. And I can't believe that we're actually sitting here today. Can you today. believe it? No, and, and that's what I love about life <laughs> yeah. is how full circle it is. And I have never forgotten it. Your voice from that day to this oh. is exactly the same. Thank you, Joe. And I didn't even know if you would have remembered that when I texted you. Of course, you, of course. But I, I have never forgotten that. You know what? I was anchoring the news in Providence, Rhode yeah. Island. And I was doing a, a feature story on the masculine mystique. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I did some research and up comes Joseph Abood. And I'm saying, this is great. But you know what? We talked a little bit before we went on. Sure. And you know what? It's all about our roots. And you mm -hmm. are such a family man. Thank you. I mean, you grew up in such a wonderful environment. I want you to talk about your father, Joseph, yeah. and your mother, Lila, yeah. and the, the experience that you had growing up as a child and how you became who you are. Well, it's interesting because when people say, how did you get where you are today? I always say, I have no idea. <laughs> because I think it, though, in a serious note, it was through what my parents instilled in me. My, mm. my dad was injured at a very early age, mm. uh, a very early age, and my mom had to have two jobs. Mm. Uh, and what my father and mother always said to me is, you have to give to get. You have to go out. You have to work. You have to earn it mm -hmm. and be respectful and keep your shoes shined and they instilled in me, as so many Americans, values. like your family, yes, values that I try to uh, pass on to my children. Yeah, you've because, done that. Well, I, I certainly, you know, as parents, we always hope we do that. Mm -hmm. But that has stayed with me from the time they've said it. And my mom having two jobs, my, my dad being bedridden so often. Yeah, yeah, and sure. so much part of his life. And he was... Uh, a diehard Red Sox fan. Mm. Oh, yeah. And so, as you are. As I am. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, full disclosure. Yeah. Um, but those things die hard. Meaning, yeah. 
I will always love that team because I remember sitting on my porch on a on a moonlit night with my dad's arm around me and yeah. listening to Red oh, Sox how games. Great is that? And you never forget. No, that. you know, it it's, sounds, it's part of your childhood. It, it is. It's your life. It, 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 it sounds so simple. Yeah. But it had such an impact on my and life. And even though, you know, you've spent your life in New York yeah. and, and have raised your children yeah, here. Yeah, but yeah. still, you know, and people would understand that and say, you know what, he was a kid. He wore the baseball hat yeah. and he had a team. Yeah. But, you know, let, let me talk about your, your parents a little bit. Your parents instilled in you so many wonderful qualities. And your mom was also a seamstress. And I sure. wondered, you know, w w did she influence you at all when it came to fashion and design? You're such a giant. I, well, I don't know... Um, if you if you know this, but yeah. I actually have a teaching degree in English and French comparative literature. Nice. I wanted to teach. Ah. I was fortunate enough to ha take uh, my junior year abroad through the University of Massachusetts, okay. and it was in Paris. And so when I tell people I went to school in Paris, they think it was for draping and fashion design, ah. but it was for Sorbonne. It was the Sorbonne, absolutely. And um, but I I saw something, Ernie, that yeah. I never saw in Boston. Mm. I saw a style of life of the cafe societies, yeah. of people well-dressed. And um, one story in particular, I was on the Metro. So I grew up on the MTA, Charlie of the MTA, Oh, yeah, right? sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm at the Metro stop, and uh -huh. the door opens, and a man in a tuxedo and a woman in a gown wow. walks into the Metro. Really? And I said, I don't know what world this is, but I want to live in this Isn't world. Isn't that amazing? And I really think that was, when I saw yeah. the glamour and style of everyday that life. That image stood out. It just, I, I will never forget that. Yeah, it brought and, you somewhere. Um, so when I came back and graduated, instead of going on to graduate school, or I was actually offered a job to teach French mm. at Brookline High School. Wow. But Louis of Boston, the store that you know so yeah, well. Very well-known store, yeah. yeah. Um, asked me to stay on, because I had been there for four years part-time, and to be part of their management program. And, mm. and uh, I thought, I can always go back to graduate school, yes. but let me try business and to travel the world. But don't you also believe that there's a plan here? I yeah. mean, you know, you, yeah. you, you've got gifts. Everybody has a gift. Yeah. And, and we have to make sure that we use that gift in a positive way. And you've done that. So, you know, you, you've influenced so many people. By the way, before I forget, I, I watch Seinfeld a lot. Oh, <laughs> and yeah. there's an episode on yeah, that's there. That's right, about the Joseph Abu Blazer. Right, exactly. That's it's very funny. Jerry's in there. So I'm part of uh, pop culture history, I, I guess. I love it. I love <laughs> right. it. I mean, all of a sudden, this is Joseph Abu. But look, you've done so many things. You, you worked with Ralph Lauren. You yep. went off on your own, developed yep. a lot of things. I want to just talk a little bit about style. You're mm -hmm. coming up with something new as well. Yeah. Is it Spiritus? Is that what it's yeah, called? Spiritus. Yeah, Spiritus. Now, it's interesting because I've looked at the fashion landscape. Yeah. And the world has changed dramatically and drastically mm. through COVID. Mm -hmm. uh, the way people dress, dress coats. True. You're dressed beautifully today. I wish men would dress more like you. I, I, I like dressing. No, and I think it's a sign of respect to other people. Mm. I really believe dressing yeah. well at the right occasions. Um, but I thought I wanted to create a more spiritual collection of smaller, one-of-a-kind pieces. I, I don't need the glamour. I don't need the publicity. It's more for me yeah. to continue my craft. Sure. And I, it's your some, passion. It's, it's my passion. And, and uh, one article, uh, the last line was, you know, they asked me, will I retire? And I said, you retire from what you do, but you don't retire from who you are. Exactly. And that's who I think we you are. You never retire from life. You don't. You don't no. retire from who you are. Exactly. And my passion is the creative spirit. Yes. It's creative passion. So what's this new line going to be all about, So Joseph? I really feel... Uh, I love authentic fabrics in natural fabrics like yeah. cashmere and wool and cotton. Mm -hmm. uh, 
I like what you're be, wearing right, right now. Right. Well, yeah. More pure. Yes. And I believe those are fabrics that God gave us from the earth. Yeah. He gave us. Yes. Those. We've created all these synthetics. Okay, they serve a purpose sometimes for performance. But to me, the beauty of our earth, and one collection I had started, which was Joe, uh -huh. was just one earth. Oh, yeah. And I've always yeah. believed in natural, uh, uh, the natural beauty of gorgeous fabrics Absolutely. that come from Mother Nature. Yeah. So and, that's, and we're going to expect this in 2024? I hope fall? in 2024. Exactly. The most important thing, yeah. too, Ernie, is to make sure that I am always true to my customer. Mm. I don't want to make anything because I have a name or a label. Right. The product has to be real. Of course. And to me, that's the authenticity of great products. Let me ask you something. Because when you were talking about natural, the earth and so forth, yeah. you also said God. And, and you're a spiritual person. Yeah. We talked about this. Not like religious. Sometimes no. people get turned off by that, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but from a spiritual standpoint, you and I are on the same page. Exactly. With a lot of other people. Tell me why you feel this way about your life and how it's influenced you as a designer, as a human being, as a father, as a husband, and just being a good guy. Well, thank you. Yeah. But spirituality is everything to mm. me. It is really about being... Fundamentally, a good person who cares about other people, yeah. especially your family and those close to you. Mm. And it isn't about the recognition, but it is about how you feel. And I think in many cases, religion has caused so much conflict. Mm -hmm. But spirituality True. Yeah. is universal. Yes. And I think it sort of drives me to look at whatever I'm going to do or wow. who I'm going to be with mm -hmm. and how I'm going to spend my time, how I love to be in nature. And right. I think... In nature, I think this is God's fashion show. I could never, <laughs> yeah. Ernie, I could never replicate the mm -hmm. colors of nature. Oh, I know. I could never. And Maybe. I always say any designer who thinks they can. Right. You know, there's only one great designer. Yes. And uh, we know yeah. who that Absolutely. is. Absolutely. Created and, it all. Yeah. And um, so that, it's through everything I do. I yeah. look at it through that lens. You know what? He, cre he created with a loving hand. And you create your design with a loving hand as well. Now more than ever, Joseph, we both know the world needs to be united, Yeah. okay? Mm -hmm. What unites us rather than what tears us apart? Right. And the things that we're witnessing in this world, uh, it just, it's so, it's hard there are no words for it. Yeah. And, and I think that, you know, having done the news for so many years yeah. and yeah. reporting all the negativity, what I'm focusing on right now is talking to people like you mm -hmm. who are good at what you do, successful at what you do, but you're a, a good person who wants to spend more time helping others in a positive way. It, I love that. About well, you. thank you. And I think yeah. just the name of your show and what you do, Positively Ernie, says it all. We, know, we all know you. Uh, and I, and I, you know, we're, we're not throwing bouquets here, but you are a legend. And we throw those words around. But, the, but your career and what you've done and the strength and vitality, uh, the way you do it now, is so impressive. It's so inspiring to me because... I keep thinking, I'm not done. What's my next chapter? Exactly. I'm going to keep doing this until there's no more chapters. Right. But what's my next chapter? So and you you talk about that for me, okay? Because yeah. uh, because you are a positive person. Yeah. And you have things to do. Yeah. And and you're looking for the next event yeah. that that can define you even more so. Yeah. Because it is a gift. Yeah. Now let me ask you something. What do you think is good about America? What's good about our country? Well, what I think about that, Ernie, yeah. is where could a kid from the south end of Boston mm. who had a hard name to pronounce and <laughs> didn't most people didn't know what Lebanese was as sure. a Lebanese kid. I understand that. How could I come to New York mm. and create a fashion business yeah. 
only in America. Only in America. In all of the uh, trials and tribulations that we've been through in America, this is still the greatest country in the world. Absolutely. And I just wish Americans could really grasp that. It's not about being a Republican or a Democrat or a Christian or a Jew. It's about we're American. Yes. And what it's provided to so many of us Mm -hmm. is incredible. No one gave us anything, but this country provided an opportunity for us to reach our potential. And Joseph, we both appreciate progress. Oh, absolutely. Very much so. But we also appreciate the past. And oh, we absolutely. honor it. Yeah, of and we were talking about that before and saying, you know, there was a simpler time. Yeah. And a lot of things have changed. Mm-hmm. Things that we really have no control over. But at this point in time, where we are today, let's just think about what we can do in terms of helping one another, yeah. kindness, yeah. civility. You know, people say, what's happened to civility? Yeah. I mean, we, why, why has that happened? But more importantly, where can we take it? We need good leadership here. We do. Leadership is everything. Yeah. And I think if we, if we just sort of drill down to what makes us all Americans, mm. and I mean all Americans, yeah. it's really our ability to do good, yeah. our ability for opportunity. Mm-hmm. Those are the things that there is no other country in the world that provides what America provides. Absolutely. In spite of all of its warts and its challenges, yeah. this is still the still a great country. country. And it's where guys like us were able to fulfill our dreams mm. because the opportunity was there. I'm going to ask you another question because I love going out on the street and asking oh, questions. Oh, I love my question of the day, yes, right? Yes. And I ask people different things. No, I love it. Now, I, I, I there was a poll recently where they were asking a lot of young people, teenagers, mm-hmm. who is your hero? Yeah. Who's your hero? Who do you admire? Who do you really respect? Do you know what the number one answer was from these young people? No. My parents. Isn't that wonderful? Though? Yeah, it was a great well, surpri- answer. That's, that's surprising it, because you would have thought it was from pop culture. Exactly, pop yeah. culture, sports, yeah. celebrities, yeah. whatever. You, yeah. But it was parents. And so, you know, that is encouraging. And I'm sure to you as well because yeah. I'm sure you would say the same thing. Your parents they were, were They were the inspiration and they sacrificed for their four kids. I have three older sisters. They sacrificed for mm. us. They put the money away so that the kids could have clothes for a new school year. Yeah. Uh, they made sure there was food on the table. They invited our friends in for dinners and kids in the neighborhood. They were such a wonderful um, yeah. role model for me in how they treated people. And so that's what I try to impart to my to my kids. I know you are. You're doing a great job at that. Another question, uh, when I talk to a lot of people, I ask them, if you could speak to your younger self. Oh, if you could talk to yourself when you were whatever, yeah. 15 years old, oh, yeah. okay, 18 years old, 20 years old, if you could give you know, some, some of that wisdom now that you've acquired that to your younger self, what would you tell that, that young Joseph? What there would you is, say to him? There is one thing that's always stood out for yeah. me. Yeah. And that's been trusting my instincts. Mm. So as we get older, yeah. we have more experience, I learned that in my career, in my life, trusting my instincts about people, who are the good people, who are just selling you a bill of goods. Mm. And trusting my instincts um, has always done me well. And yeah. when I haven't, it's, of course, it's always a problem. So, tr- so, and I look back saying, you know, I had no idea I would ever do this. Yeah. I had no idea mm. what I was gonna be, what mm. I was gonna do. Mm-hmm. I. I think my career was very organic. I followed my love. I, I worked my way through college. I found that I loved style. Yeah. I found that I loved giving fashion advice to people. I sure. loved the idea of making American men. This was very much part of my first collection. Uh-huh, uh-huh. How do I make American men look more beautiful, more handsome, 
why are we always the stepchildren to our European counterparts? Mm. Why can't American men mm -hmm. have style and fashion? And that's where the old films yeah. came into play. Sure, sure. Um, <laughs> with some of the glamour that we got oh, through Gary the third. Grant's oh, and the rest of them. You know, I mean, Cary Grant's classic. the icon, right? Exactly. I mean, uh, exactly. And we still use those as yeah. fashion icons today. Um, Lawrence Olivier in the movie Rebecca, as he walks in the first scene you see him in this double-breasted black tuxedo yeah yeah, yeah you yeah, want yeah. to swoon because right. that's how right. masculinely handsome and uh -huh. beautiful he was and that's what i loved about i want to share a little, a little a little secret with you yeah. something that that i have um pursued in my life and yeah. thought about mm -hmm. and it's very simple when i'm getting dressed mm -hmm. i think about something do i want compliments or apologies oh <laughs> so interesting let me explain that to yeah. you if I'm getting dressed to go someplace, even if it's casual, I'll, I'll make sure that it looks mm -hmm. good. Mm -hmm. Because if you go someplace and you look good, people will say, gee, you look great. I love that jacket, that's mm -hmm. terrific. Um, or if you go someplace and you're underdressed, then you have to say, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize everybody was so dressed yeah, up here. That's so so, so you, you always can be on the right side by dressing up and really looking good. I, I Maybe this is an exaggeration. Go ahead. I always say, you can never be overdressed, but you can always be underdressed. Oh, and yeah. I really believe that. I, you know, guy walks into uh, a restaurant and he's wearing a tuxedo. Yeah. All of a sudden, everybody thinks, oh, he must be very important. <laughs> but if you walk in with a t-shirt and jeans, you're yeah. going, how did they let him? But in? it's an image. But that's changed a lot, too. Oh, it is. A lot of people walking I, in there you know, who, in their jeans well, and, and their sweatshirts. An example. Whenever yeah. I'm in London, yeah. and even if I'm just traveling by myself, and I want to go to the theater, I put on a jacket maybe a turtleneck, yeah. I get dressed up to go to the theater. There you because go. I feel like it's a special event. Yeah, I miss that in New York because it's shorts and flip-flops, and I get it, but I always felt when you have a special occasion, get dressed for it. Have fun Joseph, with it. I get dressed up to take a flight. <laughs> but <laughs> remember how people, I mean, exactly. that's so interesting. Yeah. And, and I think, Ernie, when I yeah. saw, saw you today, and you're, mm. you're so well-dressed, and clothes fit you so beautifully. You've always been that way Thank through you. all of your TV appearances. I think there's a guy who understands the propriety of dressing. Yeah, that's important. Dress yeah. in a professional way. Mm. Uh, and we need that, not just to sell more clothes, but it's a, it is a sign of respect. But it also makes you feel good. Right, when, People, when, right. When, when you're dressed up, right, when you feel good about yourself, yeah. you even act differently. You perform differently. I always say that the workman from Minneapolis, yeah. when he puts on a tuxedo, he becomes James Bond. There you go. There's That's something, a good one. It's I like a, that. something really, you throw your chest out, you feel better about mm. yourself. The people around you appreciate yeah. you because it's a respect to them. Yeah. And yeah. I think there's a lot. And don't forget, Ernie, Every single day, every person decides what they're going to put on that day. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Whether it's the president of the United States yeah. or a congressman or a senator, right. they make a decision. It's about a choice. A choice. Yes. And they're going to send a message. Yeah. Just as you were talking about yeah. apology or compliment. Compliments. Yeah. You know, I love quotations, mm -hmm. and I use them often. Yeah. Uh, I, I think it's it, it says a lot in a few words. Of course. Yeah. Now, there's, there's one that I'm thinking about right now that applies to you. And I'm going, to, I'm going to give it to you, and then I want you to react to it. Okay. Okay. Don't go where the path may lead. Go where there's no path and leave a trail. I love that. Okay. Now, to me, I love that. Yeah. that represents who you are. Yeah. Because, you know, you've stood out and said, you know what? Uh, I'm respecting, you know, all these people that have done their work in the past. I know that. You're very respectful. But at the same time, you are Joseph Abood. And, and 
our creator has given you your gift, which is unique. That's why we only have our fingerprints and our, yeah. uh, you're unique. So tell me about that quote, okay? Well, that is really touching in terms of what it means in terms for me. Mm. Um, I remember when I started my very first Joseph Abood collection. Yeah. And I remember the night before I launched the collection, I said to myself, why am I doing this? I left Ralph Lauren. I had the most wonderful job. I had a wonderful relationship with Ralph. Mm -hmm. What am I doing? And I had stage fright. Oh, yeah. And I thought, nobody needs another collection. But I learned one thing. When we opened that first collection, we hit a nerve of something different. And it's about the story about your path. There was a traditional path of dressing for American men. Mm -hmm. And I thought there was a way to be more sensual, more appealing, not to be pseudo-European, but to be truly American. Yes. And we launched that collection, and we sold every major store in America. Mm. Barney's and Saks and Bergdorf Goodman's. We were the, mm. the very first season out. We got a shop at Bergdorf Goodman's when there was only one Bergdorf Goodman. Yeah. The women's store, not the men's store. Amazing. That was, yeah, sure. And, and uh, Don Mello, who was a brilliant merchant, uh -huh. gave us a shop. Mm. And for a young designer to get a shop at Bergdorf's. Well, is that great? But it's because we struck a note sure. and we took a path that no one else had taken. You were listening. You were listening I, I to the voice. It, it, it was your the, voice. It might have been, yes. Your no voice. one told me. No, I just, you heard yourself. Was, well, maybe you're right. Yeah. But uh, one, one real example of that that I think oh. you'll appreciate. Everybody had navy blazers mm -hmm. with gold buttons yes. and very traditional yeah, blazers. Very. So I said to myself, if I come out with a navy blazer with gold buttons, it's going to be, why buy mine when you can go buy everybody else's? Mm -hmm. So I came out with a softer fabric, a newer silhouette. Yep. We used horn buttons as opposed to simple little things. I remember that. That changed the face yep. of the navy blazer, mm -hmm. and it caught on. And yes. so maybe my timing was good. Uh, you know, maybe God patted me on the shoulder and led me in that direction. But those are the kinds of things oh. I think that helped us start. It's, it's a classic example of don't go where the path Yeah, goes. I love go that Go where there's no path and leave a trail. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. Um, I've done so many interviews over the years. I mean, so many. Oh, do you know that I've anchored over 20,000 yeah. broadcasts <laughs> no, in New York alone? I'm just honored to be I mean, here. I, I'm today. thinking about it. But you know what? I, I, I interviewed somebody who was very, very good. Um, she was a social scientist, I believe, probably from Harvard. And we were talking one day about life. Mm -hmm. I'm on the air with her. And she said, you know, uh, people think that if they achieve three things in life, they're going to be happy. I said, really? Yeah. She said, the, the first thing is they want more. They want more of whatever yeah. it is, more money, more power, yeah. more fame. Just get me more of it. Mm -hmm. I said, okay, what's the next thing? She said, um, they want um, better. Let me make it better. Mm -hmm. I want to have a better house, a better car. Mm -hmm. I want to improve everything. Just make it better. And they achieve that. Then there's an evolution. They go to the last thing. I want to be different. I want to set myself apart from everybody. I want to be unique. I want to have something that nobody else has. I want to be me, just me. So they start off with more, better, and different. And they're still not satisfied. They're still not happy. Except there's one thing that can change everything for them. Oh, I said, pray tell. What is that? Yes. 
She says, purpose. Find a person who has a sense of purpose in their life. They can try to achieve a lot of these different things with success. But if they believe in something, a genuine thing that they really are dedicated to and have passion for, that will make a happier person. You found your purpose, my friend. I I did. Oh, Um, yeah. And as I said to you earlier, you have to know your place in the universe. Mm. And you have to know what you're good at, what you can do. Be honest with yourself about that. Mm-hmm. Be positive as, as you are. Be positive about what you've done. You can't be all things to all people. Right. Make a stand and be who you are. Yes. And, that, and my purpose has always been is to fulfill myself, the creative side of myself, mm. but to be able to bring to consumers or to customers an idea of bettering themselves. Yeah. It's a little bit of the Johnny Appleseed mindset. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You yeah. know, just spread the word. Yeah. Um, so that was, that's always been important. To me. Before we go, share with me um, and, and with people who are watching and listening to us, share with America, what is in your heart, deep in your heart, at this stage of your life, to be able to say, you know, I, I want to be able to accomplish this and I will feel more complete is there something there that you're looking for? Um, I think it's always about the next mountaintop. Mm. The next mountaintop isn't for anybody else, but it's for me. Mm. Whether this new collection that I do is for one person, yeah. it's really for me to continue what I've done, the creative process yeah. that really nurtures me. Mm. Uh, and I, I sort of look at, there's a contentment that I have with family and friends. I know who I am, I know who my friends are. Uh, the publicity, the cover of Women's Wear Daily, those things, they don't mean as much as when you're starting out. Because mm-hmm. I've, not to be arrogant or self-aggrandizing, but I've, I've already done that. That's yeah. not important. Right. Uh, it's, it's a different stage of life, but I feel so vital about doing new things mm-hmm. that we continue to do them until we can't. Yeah. And I don't right. think about, well, I'm going to be X or I'm going to be Y, so I'll stop. I mean, I must say, you, Ernie, are an inspiration for what you've done. Thank you, and, Joseph. And I mean that. And please tell me that quote about age. Yeah, that was a good one. You want to use it, and, and no, you can use it anyway you want. Please tell me that again. I may age, but I'll never be old. And that's that's my mantra. So thanks to you. Think about this. Think about what that says. It yeah. means that you have a youthful heart and spirit. It's a vitality. When you're when you're a young person, uh, you're always thinking about the future. You're you're dreaming. You're, you're thinking about where you're going to go, mm-hmm. what you're going to do. And, and I think that if you maintain that throughout your life, like what you and I are talking about yeah. right now, you can feel the energy. Yeah, no. Uh, because we believe in something and yeah. we care about something. I, I often use Irma Bombeck's quote, and I love this one. She said, when I die and I go before my creator, I'm going to say, I have nothing left. I used all the talent you gave me. <laughs> that's so wonderful. And that's what you're doing. You that's know, what I'm doing. Just, and I think that's the message, too my children and hopefully their children yeah. is to fulfill yourself. Yeah. Do it in a spiritual way, uh, and do it in an honest way. And and we've been, you and I have been very blessed. Very much we, so. We say lucky, but yeah. we've really been blessed. Absolutely. To Grateful. have successes in our respective careers. Yeah. And uh, I'm just so honored and proud to I'm be I'm honored here. that you're here. Yeah. Uh, this is the, the great Joseph Abood. I mean, what a wonderful human being, uh, an amazing sure. designer. Uh, and an author, and and a guy who has a lot of spirit. Thanks. Man. And and we love you for it, Joseph. And you're a terrific guy. I, I I'm so thrilled that you came here today after all these wonderful years. And, and I want you to know that this is what life is. They talk about the circle of life. Yeah. 
All those years ago, when I first met you and I was in awe, I'm still in awe. Ah. I want you to say I'm so proud I love of you here today. God bless you and your family. Okay. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for watching the great Joseph Abood. We'll see you next time.